This is Radio Real Estate with your host, Mike Kent, on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham, and KGMI.com. Brought to you by Linden Sheet Metal, Windermere Real Estate, Dave and Sue Schwab with Umqua Bank, and Windwood Enterprises. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. Opinions and information expressed are those of the host and or sponsors and do not necessarily reflect those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Good morning and welcome to Ready Real Estate, a very special edition we do each fall for the last number of years, and that is our special guest joining Lisa Kent and myself today is going to be Alan Alzi. He's your go-to guy if you think your tax assessment, your property tax assessment, may be out of line. Uh, Maybe you believe that uh, you've been assessed too much. Uh, Even with the uptick in prices the last few years, you might have just uh, fallen out of your chair when you opened that envelope. Today's a day to uh, let Alan know uh, what your concerns may be. He's going to explain to us what he does, but what he is most important is that he helps people save on their property taxes when their tax rate is too high. So grab your assessment should have come in the last uh, week to two weeks, get that in front of you. And because we're going to cover every aspect of that and how you might be able to save some money and uh, how to go about that. But first off, I'm going to throw it over to Lisa Kent, Windermere agent, my daughter. She's going to talk to you about what's happened in the last seven days in Whatcom County real estate. Lisa, take it away. Hey, thank you. Uh, so we've got the stats for the last week here. Uh, so we had uh, 76 new homes come on the market. Uh, of those homes, average square foot was about 1,981 square feet. Uh, We also had um, 80 homes come under contract, so those are homes that are pending or contingent. The average price per square foot of new homes on the market was $336.70. And those under contract, the average price per square foot was $343.16. They had a similar um, average square footage, too. So new homes, like I'd mentioned, 1,981 square feet. Under contract, those homes came in at about thousand three. Excuse me, thousand nine hundred seventy square feet. So, interesting uh, numbers on the market there. But that's been the stats for the last week. And uh, yeah, Mike, thanks for introducing Randy here. We're excited to ask him some questions, get some insight on uh, the tax process, the appraisal process on your properties. I know a lot of folks just got those in the mail, and I'm sure we've got a lot of questions about you know what that process is. And, uh, you know, if your tax number came in or your appraisal number came in a bit high, um, what are some services that um, Alan can offer? You know, I did get want to mention we talked about the weather just before the show. And, uh, you know, today it's just been so nice out. You know, the rain went, came by yesterday and starting to clear up. And I wanted to give a quick shout out to Randy over at Wacom Weather. He's uh, kind of our at-home meteorologist in Whatcom County. He's got a Facebook page. And during that whole, you know, smoky season the last week or so, he has just been amazing at keeping people up to date on what the weather's going to be like, what the smoke numbers are. And so I just wanted to throw out to Randy, thanks for doing such an awesome job. You know, it's really interesting, Lisa, that uh, this is the first week in I don't know how many months 
we actually had more homes go under contract than come on the market. 71 came on the market, 81 under contract. That's a really, really good sign going forward and kind of pushes against the national news that the real estate market is falling off the cliff, certainly not in Whatcom County. And on another note, it's amazing how many mentions on Facebook are all about, I never thought I'd be glad to see rain, but people are glad. <laughs> hey, welcome back from the break. We'll be joined by Lisa Kent and Alan Alzi. And today is the day, as Lisa says, to talk about your tax assessment. Please stay with us. When bad weather comes, be prepared. At Linden Sheet Metal, they can keep you comfortable all winter. They have a full-service HVAC department that can install a new heat system or a generator to keep the lights on. Linden Sheet Metal is also your one-stop for all your plumbing and electrical needs. Whether you need service, repair, or replacement of your heating, plumbing, or electrical systems, Linden Sheet Metal has you covered. Call them today. Linden Sheet Metal, providing quality work in the Northwest for over 80 years. Where do you go to find the best steakhouse between Seattle and Vancouver, B.C.? Northwest Washington's famed Steakhouse at Silver Reef is the place for award-winning, unforgettable fine dining. Savor our Northwest-sourced, dry-aged USDA prime steaks, finished to perfection in our 1,800-degree broiler. Immerse yourself in world-class elegance. Browse our award-winning wine and spirit list, while our attentive staff help to create lasting memories. Reservations are recommended through SilverReefCasino.com or by calling Silver Reef Casino Resort. At Silver Reef Casino Resort, we've got that. Escape the hustle and bustle of the city and get ready for a fun and relaxation-filled getaway. Luxury hotel rooms? Yep. Championship golf? Mm-hmm. Top-rated casino with all the best slots and table games? Yes and yes. World-class dining at the region's best and Wine Spectator award-winning steakhouse? Yes, please. The total package is only missing one thing. You. Silver Reef Casino Resort. Located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. At Mount Baker Roofing, not only do they take pride in their work, but they pledge to complete your project quickly and with the quality and craftsmanship you require. Specializing in re-roofing, gutters, and new construction. Serving the community for more than 35 years, Mount Baker Roofing provides a labor warranty that exceeds industry standards and utilizes the highest grade in local products such as ICO, manufactured in Sumas, Washington. Call them today at 733-0191 for a free estimate or visit online at mtbakerroofing.com. Welcome back to Ready Real Estate. Uh, Lisa and I want to uh, welcome Alan Alzi to the program. Alan, thanks for taking time out of what has to be your busiest time of the year, I presume, again this year, and joining us on Ready Real Estate. Yeah. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me on. Um, basically, we have about nine days before the deadline of turning oh in your appeals. Um, it's got, um, it says on the um, assessment evaluation everybody was sent that, 30 days from September 30th, but since that's falling on the weekend, the um, Board of Equalization is allowing um, up till 4.30 in the afternoon on Monday the 31st to get your appeal in. Wow, so you got to be quick. So you grab that assessment, get it in front of you, and Lisa, I know you've got a bunch of questions for Alan, and one of them's got to be why this year would you ever be able to challenge your assessment when the prices have gone nutso? Well, yeah, Mike. So we've seen, you know, in the last year and a half or so, the prices have just changed so, you know, drastically compared to what we've seen in the past. And uh, I know with uh, what I've seen with assessment values, getting those in the mail the last week or so, 
I think a lot of folks are surprised to see where their home is now assessed at. And I know that's, you know, based on that market there. Um, but a lot of folks, you know, that I've talked to have said, hey, you know, this seems like it's way higher than what I was expecting. Um, and it almost seems like maybe, you know, with that quickly changing market, if the assessors, I don't know if they're not able to, to keep up, there's just a lot of, inform- you know, there's a lot of changing information, a lot of changes um, in that market that I think that have um, affected this assessment. Um, Alan, have you seen something similar or the assessments every year kind of the normal pace that you've noticed? Or No, this is not the normal pace. And I was really wondering if I was going to be doing anything this year <laughs> when the season came around. <laughs> um, but what's, um, you know, since I'm not in the real estate business anymore per se of selling homes, you know, I started in 1975. Um, but it's, so I've seen a lot of ups and downs, uh, but this is, this is such a unique time um, politically, nationally, locally, where um, you have the government having injected five to eight trillion dollars <laughs> into the economy. And I used to hear the term said um, that um, inflation is um, too many dollars chasing too few goods. And at the time, I couldn't even get my head around that. I mean, it just, it's, it was a confusing term. Too many dollars chasing too few goods. Well, we, we're seeing that right now in real estate, aren't we? Where you basically have an injection into the economy of so much money and such easy credit um, that basically people are standing back just kind of scratching their heads of how much more, quote unquote, in U.S. dollars that their home is worth, but everybody's not jumping on the bandwagon to cash in because what else are you going to do with those dollars? So what I was seeing <clears throat> is that it's pro- what, I, what I'm seeing most likely is about um, um, 18 to 25 percent increases. <clears throat> and um, again, most people are just rocked back when they see that. And their first thought is, good grief, my taxes are going to go up 18 to 25 percent. No, they're not going to go up that much. It's um, Mike, even though this is my biz, Mike explains it better than I do. On This is basically, if you have to think of pieces of a pie, your relative share of, the, of what the state budget is. That's what the valuations are all about. So if everybody's, um, if everybody's valuation went up, say, 22%, the only you, your taxes wouldn't go up that much because you'd still have an equal share of the state budget, which isn't going up any twenty two percent. You know, it, mm-hmm. does, it does go up every year, but you know that's the initial freak out is I can't I can't pay another twenty five percent taxes on my place. Hmm, interesting. Well, and I think Mike, you and I can kind of attest to this. You know, when we had the initial uh, lockdowns, you know, almost two years ago now. Um, I think. We, there was a lot of uncertainty in the market. You know, we weren't sure what how long that pause was going to last. And then real estate kind of came back and not just full force, but we started to see sales prices uh, just go, I don't want to say off the charts, but, you know, increase dramatically compared to what we were expecting. And uh, I think, you know, we had a lot of sellers who were really excited about those price increases. But then, you know, on the other hand, you're starting to see through your assessments, those prices are starting to go up, too. Yeah, that's so true, Lisa, what you say about uh, the COVID and that. And uh, what I find really interesting about it is um, 
sellers are pleased to see prices go up. They're never pleased to see taxes go up. <laughs> Alan, you've always got to have that struggle to kind of set people down and say, look, you can't have it both ways, right? <laughs> yeah, Mike, and uh, what's funny to me is I'm kind of seeing, you know, we have kind of a polarized political situation between liberals and conservatives. Uh, there's real unity of that people don't want to pay more taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, true. You could run on that, Alan. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's an idea. Lower taxes. <laughs> yeah, lower. <laughs> Just read my lips, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, before we go to the break, um, people are going to want to get a hold of you. I'm always reluctant to give this information out because I know it ruins your weekend. But uh, that's my goal. Yeah, there you, What's you. the best way for people to reach you with only nine days left to contest if you believe you're in a position to, and Alan can tell you probably in 30 seconds in discussion, what's the best way for folks to reach you, Alan? Um, my uh, phone number, my cell number, which you can text me or obviously call me, 360-920-3777. Or you can reach me at... Uh, LZ1, that's E-L-Z, like in zebra, E-A-1, at Comcast.net. And are you still uh, hosting a web page? Yeah, it's, um, it's TaxLowered.com. TaxLowered.com. We'll come back from the break, talk more with Alan Alzi and Lisa Kent about your property taxes. Please stay with us. Dave and Sue Schwab have worked in the real estate industry for over 30 years. As lending partners, they specialize in loans for veterans, first-time home buyers, and jumbo and construction borrowers. They listen to their clients' needs and connect them to the right financial solution. Dave and Sue have a goal to make the lending process clear, personal, and uncomplicated, and they're ready to help you with your home loan needs. Visit them today at umquabank.com slash sue-schwab. That's S-C-H-W-A-B. NMLS number 487-530. Umqua Bank is an equal housing lender. Member COVID-19 has tested our communities in unthinkable ways. In the face of crisis, Puget Sound Energy has given over 18 million in bill assistance to customers impacted by the pandemic, and together with PSC Foundation, gave 4 million in community grants for COVID relief. All the while, PSC continues to lead on clean energy, with a goal to reach beyond net zero carbon emissions by 2045. It's part of our commitment to doing what's right for customers and communities. Together, we're creating a clean energy future for all. Learn more at psc.com slash together. Do you know the location of the nearest drop box or voting center? At least 18 days before the general election, a ballot is mailed to every eligible registered voter in the state of Washington. Take time to learn about the candidates and issues before voting. Then mail in your ballot for free as long as it's postmarked by election day. Or you can take it to a drop box or voting center before 8 p.m. on November 8th. For the drop box or voting center nearest you, visit votewa.gov. Sponsored by the Office of Secretary of State and aired in cooperation with the Washington State Association of Broadcasters and this station. When you're high, you feel different. You think different, you talk different, you draw different, you listen to music different, but you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different, and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride. Because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group.
Welcome back to Ready Real Estate. Our guest today is Alan Alzi. And again, his website's really easy, taxlower.com. And uh, Alan, I understand that at this time of the year, at the Board of Equalization offices, there is one parking space that says, reserved for Alan Alzi. Is that, <laughs> is that urban myth or... Um, no, I'm, I'm somewhat of a celebrity. Yeah. Well, I hear it's at the far end of the lot, though. They, they throw palm <laughs> branches down in my path as I come into the county courthouse. <laughs> hey, I, I got to ask, I know Lisa's got a string of questions, but I got to ask you, when they see you coming in the door with your stack of data, do they run? Do they welcome you? Do they hide under their desk? What happens? Well, when I turned it in to the office of the Board of Equalization, we have a great time together. The assessor's office, I don't think I'm high on the popularity, popularity <laughs> rating. Yeah, because really what you're doing is you're, uh, um, for lack of a better description, you're able to analyze an individual property much easier because you're focused on one tax parcel number as opposed to trying to throw a blanket around how many properties are assessed every year in Whatcom County? It's got to be oh, probably tens like, of thousands. Yeah, I, I would imagine it's like 17,000 or something like that. Yeah, so you had an advantage. You might have 50 customers. They've got a few more that they have to try and keep at bay, if you will, and to keep it as fair as possible. I know that's their goal, too. Lisa, I know you've got some great questions as well. Go ahead. Yeah. So, Alan, I was wondering, too, so, you know, kind of maybe giving us a brief understanding of how that process works, but um, you know, one specific question that I had um, is, you know, when we reach out to a seller, when we're doing um, what's called a competitive market analysis to mm -hmm. kind of help them figure out a price for listing, um, you know, we have different resources um, for coming up with that, what we think is a value based on the market. How do you go about that when you're doing these appeals? Obviously, you're seeing the number from the appraiser, um, but how do you go through the process with your client to figure out, okay, what is a reasonable number? And you'd mentioned on the break, too, you know, is there a specific kind of price range in homes that typically see more success in that appeal? Mm -hmm. uh, that's a good question, because when you're listing a house as a realtor, you're basically projecting what a buyer will pay for it over the next maybe 120 days mm -hmm. or 30 days. Um, and you, you're really taking into consideration, boy, is this uh, an um, an uprise in the market, or is this a cooling off of the market? Um, very significant. What I'm doing is trying to um, put a number on w what the value was on January 1st of the previous year. You know, so this is um, the valuation date on everybody's um, um, notice that they got is the value that the assessor their best shot at what your value of your home was or, or other property, January 1st, 2022. Okay, now we're back um, nine months ago. So what I have to do, and I said, what I um, said before the break was um, I'm not selling real estate anymore. So every year I've got to go through all the solds and, um, of what in Whatcom County. Um, and it's uh, it, this last year, it was. Uh, it really rocked me back on my heels in some of the price ranges. Uh, I was telling Lisa um, over the over the break that when I started selling real estate, state I was um, selling some homes for thirteen thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and then I'm seeing this last year sales where places in Bellingham with nine hundred and eighty feet were had sold for seven hundred thousand dollars, and I'm going, "Are you kidding me?" 
you know, and and then the number of places that were in the multi-millions exactly. really rocked me back. But I think there are um, still opportunities of challenging the assessor's office successfully, particularly in office buildings. I'm seeing some high-end condominiums that I think are really out of line. Um, every year, I think there's um, development property that um, that is very unfairly um, assessed because uh, let me go on my little my annual rant here Uh, (laughs) what you have to do before the board of equalization is basically try to prove um, that you let me see if I can get this thing right they they say hey you got development properties worth two million dollars and you say well I've gone to the building department and and planning department a, a zillion times and they keep telling me that I have to <clears throat> get more reports, more wetland reports, and you know, on and on and on. But the burden of proof is on you on on why your property is not, you know, is not assessed as much as them, rather than the burden of proof being on them why it is worth that. So it's almost like they're basing it off of the potential that that property may have, not the actual current. Yeah, not the actual current, basically, political stance of Bellingham and Whatcom County being somewhat hostile or very hostile to new development, unless it's apartment complexes, which seem to get a pass, you know. Too much attention to zoning as opposed to individual uh, restrictions or requirements of an waterfront property is probably the best example. The most expensive property there is and the most difficult property there is to do anything with. Right, yeah. So what it comes down to... Um, is that it, it um, often is like a de facto confiscation of your property by the government. But they're not taking ownership of it. <laughs> they want you to keep the ownership of it and keep paying taxes on it as if you could do something with it. And for me, um, Mike and Lisa, it becomes I become emotional and I become exasperated. <laughs> And I'm yeah. getting too old for this kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Alan, you always remind me of Santa Claus. I've said this before. You <laughs> you work about a month a year, <laughs> and, right? And and your whole goal in life is to put presents under the tree. In this case, it's a tax <laughs> refund on property taxes if you're taxed too much. When we come back at the end of the break, give us some guidelines as to what point people in this environment should pick up the phone to you. And again, we're talking with Alan Alzi with TaxLowered.com. He's the fellow you call if your taxes you believe are too high because he might be able to save you money. And when he saves you money, he'll explain after the break how much he's going to give right back to you in your pocket and how much it costs and how he can do this actually pro bono. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options. And then we come to you with just the right samples and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. Once approved, we were given a timeline, which was spot on. Installation was scheduled, and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable, and the outcome was easy. 
better than we expected. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online and then just call. 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new blind. Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square. Trust is a powerful word, but when's the last time you heard it referenced when talking about auto repair? Hi, I'm John Beebe, owner of Bellingham Automotive. Woven through each of our team members is this core value, that we will deliver trusted auto repair. There is nothing less for us. Whether you're new to the area or simply looking for a new place to care for your vehicles, I assure you that Bellingham Automotive will be a great choice for you. Thank you, Whatcom County, for the many years of trusting us. Find out more about us at BellinghamAutomotive.com. As a police officer for 25 years, Tasha Dykstra-Thompson was a voice for those someone tried to silence. As our representative, Tasha will once again be a voice for those who've been ignored because Olympia is ignoring our students who've fallen behind. They don't care that their extreme policies have made things less safe and less affordable. But Tasha is different. With Tasha Dykstra-Thompson, we will finally have a representative who will fight for us. I'm Tasha Dykstra-Thompson. Families in our community should be able to afford a home here, but government regulations can add up to $50,000 to the price of an average home. And property taxes keep going up, even if your income goes down. My plan calls for cuts to property taxes and reducing regulations that add to the cost of a home. Read my plan at Tasha.com. That's T-A-W-S-H-A dot com. Paid for by friends of Tasha Dykstra-Thompson. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. A properly operating furnace will guarantee that you stay comfortable as the seasons change. Contact West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electric for a system inspection today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. CBS News Brief. The committee investigating the Capitol attack has subpoenaed former President Trump. Panel member Pete Aguilar on the specifics. We're going to be prepared if if the former president decides to come and if he puts restrictions on it for live testimony, we're going to be prepared for that eventuality. Our Skyler Henry was on Capitol Hill when Steve Bannon was sentenced for not complying with his subpoena. Bannon, who previously called members of the committee gutless, becomes the first person with close ties to former President Trump to be sentenced to prison time and the fallout from the Capitol attack. President Biden's student loan forgiveness program is on hold for now. CBS's Deborah Alfaron. Forgiving student loan debt will cost the nation roughly $400 billion over the life of the program. Republicans are using that price tag to bash Biden and Democrats on the campaign trail. And while that program is temporarily halted, it still is accepting applications. CBS News Brief. I'm Stacey Lynn. Welcome back to Ready Real Estate. Hey, let me share with you what others are saying about Alan Alzi's service. One person wrote, Alan Alzi is exceptional in his knowledge of the real estate market values for all types of commercial, industrial, residential properties. His understanding of Washington State property tax law and valuation representation issues exceeds anyone that I had dealt with professionally during my 18-year tenure at the Whatcom County Assessor's Office. Alan is not only knowledgeable, but also honest, hardworking, polite, and professional. Will not hesitate to recommend his services to anyone. And who wrote that? 
John Lemperes, he was the Washington State Certified Real Estate Appraiser. And uh, that is probably one of the nicest compliments you could ever have. And, Alan, I will tell you, on Radio Real Estate, you are the most requested guest that we get on a regular basis. And uh, this year was without exception. We never had to remind each other because usually uh, as soon as those envelopes arrive, my phone lights up and say, when are you going to have that Allen guy on again? So we really appreciate you being here. Mike, I, uh, does that mean you're going to be paying me for future um, future g- guest stance on your show? Uh, absolutely not, but I am going <laughs> to. Oh, just curious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fame, no fortune. <laughs> Mike's not mentioning that all those calls were me that were saying, when are you going to have Alan back on the program? And he's funny as well. <laughs> Please, I'll toss it back to you. I gotta laugh. <laughs> of course. Uh, so, Alan, we were kind of talking during the break about, you know, what is the process for a homeowner? Obviously, they have we've got nine days left, um, but for them to approach you, you know, obviously we know how to reach out to you, but when they approach you, what is kind of the process that they can expect? You know. What do they need to have ready to provide for you? And kind of what's what's the timeline for this appeal process? How long does this take? Well, I all they have to do is give me the address of the property, and I can figure it out from there. But I um, I do not want to be deluged with <laughs> with a hundred thousand people <clears throat> wanting their um, taxes reduced. Obviously, everybody would like that, but y- you've got to do some self-screening. Everybody's got a pretty good idea of what their property could sell for. If it looks like this is really out of line, um, please give me a call, and I'll um, go back to see um, around, you know, maybe six to nine months on either side of January first, two 2022, what the sales were, because if you don't have that type of data, um, you fall flat on your face before the Board of Equalization. You have got to have evidence, not just you're, you're um, ragging out because your um, assessment went up 24%. And I think, too, you know, we were kind of talking about as well, too, Ellen, when you're looking at that assessed value, again, that's based on January 1st. Right. Not today, not in a couple weeks. It's going to be based on that right. January 1st timeline. Yeah. You can't just say, well, you know, right now there's a house on my street that's for sale for this, and it used to be that, but no, there's got to be um, the evidence is what places have sold for. So what I'm doing this year, and this is a difficult year for me to appraise. I was just, uh, again, discussing this with Lisa over the break. The, the market has been very volatile, and uh, the it's, it jumps up, um, a sale's high, another sale is far lower than that. So it, it's difficult because basically when I go against the assessors, appraisers before the Board of Equalization, um, they're going to cherry pick <laughs> the the high sales to in order to validate their position, and I'm going to be cherry picking the lower sales to validate my position. So then it's the Board of Equalization is the one who makes the call. And these, this is not a government group. These, this is a group of citizens. Um, they get reimbursed for what they do, but they're trying to be fair about this. That makes sense. And then what is the process so um, in terms of cost as well, too, for your clients? Are they, you know, is there, some up, is there an upfront fee or is it based on uh, what reduction you're able to get for the client? How does that process work? 
Well, Mike pays me so much money to be on this radio program <laughs> that I don't really need to charge any clients. <laughs> Um, no, what I um, the way that I'm reimbursed is uh, if if I'm able to save you money on your taxes, I get half of what I save you for the first year, and then uh, future year savings are all yours. So there's basically no risk on your part. If I don't lower your taxes, I don't get paid. So so with that said as well, too, do you find you know when you're talking with clients? Um, do you project that there's some properties that might have a higher success rate with that appeal versus other properties, or does it just kind of depend on yeah. what your your client's expectation is? I guess. Great question. Well, I am um, this year again. I, I I can't be just deluged with everybody wanting this, um, but I'm I'm seeing that in the kind of the median price homes, I don't have much of a chance because I think w- with that 18 to 25 percent kind of average raise. That's that's pretty accurate, mm-hmm. and I can't do this by only taking on places that might be fifty thousand dollars off. It does just doesn't. There's not enough in this to, for me to even pay the expenses of doing this. Um, with apartment complexes, a lot of people have multifamily. But with with the rents continuing to go up, you know, when that turns around, it'll be a different story. But it's tough to make a case that you're being over assessed on your multifamily properties. Office space is a whole different thing. There, there are a lot of there's a lot of vacant office space. Uh, so you know, the, um, again, some of the higher end, um, it's um, the higher end places. There can be a lot more fluctuation, and it actually makes it worth my while to go after it. If uh, I mean any more, there are so many places that are worth more than a million dollars that um, that have been assessed at that. That, that there's much more room for error on the part of the assessors, appraisers on that. Mid-range, not much of a chance. And I, I apologize for that to the people listening who, um, but this is, not in, this is not a fair world in that regard. Alan, when you come uh, back after the break, we can stick with us. I'd love to hear um, – your thoughts on how we do it here in Washington versus, say, a lot of folks have moved from California and you've got Prop 30 or you have uh, property taxes in some states that are triggered by an individual sale. Uh, we had a property this last summer that sold for $4 million, and that's almost double what it sold for five, six years ago. If that was in some other locales, the taxes would have doubled as well. We'll talk about that when we come back with Alan Alzi with taxlower.com and Windermere Realtor, Lisa Kent. We'll be right back. When bad weather comes, be prepared. At Linden Sheet Metal, they can keep you comfortable all winter. They have a full-service HVAC department that can install a new heat system or a generator to keep the lights on. Linden Sheet Metal is also your one-stop for all your plumbing and electrical needs. Whether you need service, repair, or replacement of your heating, plumbing, or electrical systems, Linden Sheet Metal has you covered. Call them today. Linden Sheet Metal, providing quality work in the Northwest for over 80 years. Dave and Sue Schwab have worked in the real estate industry for over 30 years. As lending partners, they specialize in loans for veterans, first-time homebuyers, and jumbo and construction borrowers. They listen to their clients' needs and connect them to the right financial solution. Dave and Sue have a goal to make the lending process clear, personal, and uncomplicated. And they're ready to help you with your home loan needs. Visit them today at umquabank.com slash sue-schwab. That's S-C-H-W-A-B. NMLS number 487-530. Umqua Bank is an equal housing lender. Member 
member FDIC. My name is Marcus Virta, and I manage a small business here in Whatcom County called Western Solar. Every day I see firsthand the impact good jobs have on the lives of people. Sharon Shoemake is an economist and a mom who brings practical, real-life experience to the state Senate. I became an economist to help people. Now I'm running for state Senate to fix our broken housing market, create jobs, lower taxes on working people, and build an economy that works for everyone. Paid for by People for Sharon, Democrat. There are more threats to security now than ever before. Here are a few tips from Accurate Lock and Security to keep you and your property safe. Never leave your car running, unlocked, or leave the keys in your car. And consider adding a car alarm. Always lock the doors to your home with deadbolts. And make sure your doors and locks are in good operating order. Light up the area around your home and secure your valuables with a locked safe or cabinet that's bolted down. And if you need help with any of it, call Accurate Lock and Security, the security professional team. Welcome back to Ready Real Estate. I want to thank two of our sponsors. First of all, as mentioned in the ad previously, Dave and Sue Schwab with Umqua Bank. Get a hold of them. Even if you think these high interest rates have prevented your ability to purchase a house, you may be wrong. There are many, many options still available, great options, and they can guide you through the most effective way to maybe move up to a different house or to even get your first house. That's Dave and Sue Schwab at Uncle Bank and also Winnemere Real Estate with offices conveniently located in Linden, Birch Bay, Ferndale, Bellingham, and in Fairhaven with great agents just like Lisa Kent, who is one of my favorites. Go figure. Aww, so, yes, yes. <laughs> You you are fortunate, Alan, to be in her company. Let me tell you, I am. I'm enjoying this. Good, good. Hey, Lisa, I know you. We're probably only halfway through your list of terrific questions. <laughs> well, so I, you know, I was talking to Alan again during the break, and we were talking about, you know, we've got a lot of folks who've been moving here from out of state in the last year or so. And one thing, and my question, I guess, for Alan is, how do you kind of familiarize those folks with? the, you know, tax process, the assessment process here, because I know in every state, you know, you see a little bit of uh, kind of a different approach. So when they have questions for you or, you know, kind of what is the difference? I know you you specialize here more in Washington, mm-hmm. but do you see a lot of clients that come in and say, hey, you know, this is what I'm used to in, you know, say California, this seems a lot different here? Um, no, I'm not. Um, I'm not seeing people complaining um, who are coming to Washington State. They're appreciating that. Uh, they're appreciating their appreciation <laughs> in the uh, in the home value, and a number of them are coming from other states that are just ridiculous as far as um, you know, like literally um, two to four four times the rate of our real estate tax here. Mm-hmm. Now they ding us other ways in this state here, but. Um, but I do appreciate that. So I don't get from other – I don't get um, California or East Coast or even some of the Midwest people um, complaining about our rate. Um, so and I was telling Lisa that um, where I'm from originally is Illinois, and basically they have – their um, real estate tax rate is probably two and a half times ours. And what it has done has killed the appreciation of real estate. Isn't that something? So who wants to commit to buying real estate when the government just keeps taking a bigger share all the time? Thus, their prices are like, I mean, they, they, uh, their prices are like for houses what we're paying for lots here. That's Interesting. Crazy. Yeah. And it's usually where property values are 
less over they buy a house is probably a lot cheaper in parts portions of illinois but when you factor in the taxes uh the outlay is probably much the same that's interesting alan a quick question i have is why do some states do uh tax rates triggered by sale versus the way washington does which i think is a fair system well it's it is um difficult to argue even locally if somebody paid a certain amount for property just recently it's pretty hard to um, for the um, for the board of equalization not to go with that purchase price so i i, I don't think i can um, comment um, knowledgeably on other states mike i sure that that is changing so quickly and um hey can i can i bounce a question back to you you and lisa um, sure yeah i'm i'm curious what you who think where what do you see for the future of Whatcom County real estate values short term <laughs> and short term being like over the next year and um and then midterm three to five years I, I'm really curious about that because there are so many factors um, playing into this with the interest rates and um and you know the Seattle uh, people telecommuting and moving up I, I, there's probably going to be a mass exodus from California if they don't turn things around there and from the big cities. What do you two think? Lisa, you want to start? Yeah, I'd love to start. You know, one thing that I've always seen uh, with Whatcom County is our market seems to be a bit unique compared to the rest of the country. Um, Alan, you mentioned having folks moving here from California. And what I've seen in the past, and maybe Mike, you can speak to this as well, is when we do have a softening of the market, it doesn't seem to be as effective as the rest of the country. Part of the reason is we see so many people moving here from out of state, and that seems to create um, almost like a buffer to mm -hmm. some degree, based you know on what we're seeing in other other states around the country. Where you know we follow those trends, but maybe not to the exact same extent as we see nationwide. And I think Mike, you saw that as well too. Um, you know, obviously that was a different market, but back in 08, 09, I know we talked about that when I was younger, that in Whatcom County specifically, we bounced back a lot faster from that time period, wasn't affected quite as much as what we saw um, on a national scale. Obviously, that's very different than what we're seeing right now, but kind of indicative to how Whatcom County seems to be a bit unique compared to what we see around the rest of the country. You know, I agree, Lisa, 100%. Um, one thing, too, I think we're going to see is we'll always be a strong market, and a lot of us do, to primarily because of supply. We're restricted by the ocean, the border, um, regulatory issues. I go on and on. It's not like Phoenix where if they need 5,000 more homes, they just grab right. another chunk of the desert and off they go. Um, but I, I think what you're probably going to see going forward in the next year or two, Prices, for the most part, are going to be flat. Maybe we get a percent or two increase. Hopefully, we're, I don't think we're going to keep up with inflation. That's a whole other discussion. Mm -hmm. But as I tell people, if your property doesn't go up in value 24% this year, in fact, if it even goes down in value 5 or 10%, if you held that property last four or five years, you're still doing pretty good. The chips at the uh, craps table, you still have a pretty good pile. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, we are a bit spoiled and people no one wants to see their property values go down but uh, i don't think we're going we're certainly not going to see the escalation but in time every 10 years on average remember dan washburn would always talk about this every 10 years real estate doubles 
all that happened in this last 10 years, it all happened about uh, two weeks in COVID. It things seems to have doubled. I think the trend, though, is if you hold real estate, it's still going to prove to be one of the best investments you make. What do you think, Alan? Well, just the idea of having a tangible asset that you, that you actually need just for your basic living. Um, uh, Dan Cantrell, who do you know, Dan? I mean, who yes. do you know, um, Mike? <clears throat> it, um, said this last year, he said, man, it looks like people are just, there's not investing going on anymore. It's speculating because um, people are need someplace tangible to put their money, whether it's the stock market or precious metals or real estate or, um, you know, or tools, uh, expensive tools for their profession. Somehow um, everybody is trying to get out of have, having their um, – cash in the bank just uh, being devalued by inflation. So this is a it's an interesting time to watch but when you having a tangible asset is uh probably the safest but if let's face it everything is a balloon right now. It's a matter of which uh, which which balloon are you going to pick if you have excess wealth. You might as well pick a balloon that one that provides you shelter, two, yeah. gives you great tax deductibility on your mortgage interest anyway. It's even greater now with the rates hovering around 7%. And I saw something when we first started talking about inflation. Someone had talked about the fact the best way to fight inflation is buy something and buy more of it because it's going to cost mm-hmm. more later. The safest thing and the most utilitarian practical thing is your home. And I think uh, owning real estate's the best hedge against that. Mm-hmm. Come back from the break. If you can stick with us right to the end, we could do three hours with Alan. We're listening to Alan Alzi, and he's with TaxLower.com. Please stay with us. My first lesson in hard work came from my dad. A union pipe fitter, he started his own business out of our garage when I was five years old. He didn't go to a four-year college, but was able to support his family because he worked hard and because he had a great education through an apprenticeship. I'm Joe Timmons. And I'm running for the legislature because I believe everyone deserves the opportunity to succeed in our community. Before students leave high school, they should have enough career and technical education to access living wage jobs without having to go to a four-year college. Costs are rising, and families are struggling to afford food, gas, and housing. My own family's rent went up 35% last year right here in Whatcom County. Healthcare costs are also way too high. That's why I want to work with both parties to lower costs for Washington families especially those high prices for prescription drugs. I'm the only pro-choice candidate in this race, and I am proud to be endorsed by Planned Parenthood. Women, not politicians, should make their own health care decisions. I'm Joe Timmons, and I ask for your vote. Paid for by Vote Joe Timmons Democrat. DeWard and Bodie is celebrating their 76th anniversary sale with a weekend of special offers you won't want to miss. For a limited time, get exclusive double rebates up to $1,000 on select appliance pairs and packages. Plus, receive 10% of your purchase back on a DeWard and Bodie gift card up to $500. Then keep all the extra cash you'll save and pay no money down and no interest for up to two years on select appliances and up to six years on select mattresses. That's right, this weekend, combine all three offers for savings you can really celebrate on the largest in-stock selection of appliances, mattresses, and barbecues. Don't miss this chance to combine special cashback rebates, 10% of your purchase back, and no interest financing offers. Only at DeWard and Bodie. Celebrate the savings during the 76th anniversary sale in Bellingham at the Meridian Showroom next to Marshall's at the Outlet Center on Hannigan Road in Burlington, a half block north of Costco, and online at DeWardandBodie.com. Financing OAC offer qualifications apply. 
Welcome back to Ready Real Estate. This is Mike Kent and uh, sharing today's program with Windermere Realtor Lisa Kent as well. Hey, Lisa, what's the best way for people to get hold of you? Yeah, so best way to get a hold of me is going to be my cell phone. And you're welcome to call or text uh, 360-594-8034. Um, or if you have, you know, say detailed questions and you want a more detailed response from me, you're welcome to send me an email too. Lisa Kent at windermere.com. But both ways are a great way to get a hold of me and happy to answer any questions and help folks out in their real estate endeavors. Fabulous. And we want to be here to share this great information from Alan and others of Warren for sponsors. I want to thank also the good folks at Linden Sheet Metal at the corner guy to Maine. They have all your heating, plumbing, <laughs> electrical needs to take care of your home. They're the go-to folks. And they've been with us, gosh, I think since day one. Alan, it's amazing how time goes by. You and I as as a, how do I put it, the, the seasoned members of the real estate community. <laughs> I just realized uh, this program is the start of the 25th year that I've been in real estate. Wow. And uh, wow. it's been it's been wonderful. Still, still feels like something new to me, too. So, But uh, people like yourself that I've known, I think, for equally amount of time. It's a very rewarding career. If you're thinking about going to real estate, talk to one of us uh, who have done the business. It's a great, great business. But back to, I have one quick question. I'm going to turn it over to Lisa, real fast one. What if the land portion of your tax assessment is in line, but the structure is out of line? Do you get, are they usually pretty fair on both sides? Um, you said you were going to ask Lisa that. Did you mean? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, did you Lisa's mean me? got questions as well. I should get my. Uh, I don't think quickly. it makes that much difference, Mike, okay. on the thing when they because um, I've I've really challenged them on that before, and they they ah. said, ah, oh, you know, we're we're just guessing at that part. You know, it's the overall price that's the. Uh, um, and and here's something very relevant too, um, because your neighbors um, that might have a similar house might be assessed um, less than. I mean. Uh, yeah, assess less than yours. That's not evidence. Um, it, yeah. It's not fair, but it's not. But it's also not evidence. It's got to be on the basis of comparable sales during a um, a reasonably close period of time, which would probably be within a year either side of the um, valuation date. You know, one question I had for you too, Alan. We were talking during one of the breaks about you know you both you and Mike have been in you know, in the business, um, respectively, for quite a few years. Uh, the assessors used to um, do an assessment every six years, and now right. they're doing that every every year. Did you notice a difference when they switched from that six years to the one-year mark? Are they more accurate that you find every doing it every year versus six years? Or Well, they're not – um, they used to do it every four years, okay. and then they got overwhelmed, I think, and okay. um, and um, now they do it every six years, okay. which would you would think they would be less accurate, but I think their computer program, and I'm I like I said to you, I'm I'm pretty surprised at not just the computer program of the assessor's office, but just these other Redfin type things on how accurate they actually are. I'm I'm. I'm really amazed by that. So they've got their, they've got their techniques down very well and stuff. They still make obviously can be some large mistakes, but in general, they're not that far off. Interesting. Well, Alan, thank you so much for coming on the program. Alan with Property Tax Advocates. Again, um, you can visit him at taxlowered.com. And thanks, Mike, so much for having me on the show. Great job, everybody. Have a great day. <laughs>